Hey, today's motivational quote is from an unknown individual, but it says you can't change what's going on around you until you start changing what's going on within you. I'm going to say that one more time. You can't change what's going on around you until you start changing what's going on within you. Now, how does this quote apply to you as an English learner? You see, many times you study books, you study with courses, you study with YouTube video lessons, and as you study, sometimes you get frustrated. Sometimes you feel like you're not improving and sometimes you just feel like quitting. Well, you see, the main issue is internal. It's not about the books you're studying. It's not about the videos or the courses. Instead, it's about the words you are telling yourself. So what this quote is saying is you have to deal with what's going on internally. Maybe you've compared yourself to other English learners. Maybe you've seen someone at the place you'd like to be, but you get a little bit jealous and then you get frustrated and then you get discouraged. This quote is saying, hey, you can't change anything until you start changing what's going on inside. So my advice to you is change the words you are saying to yourself. Start encouraging yourself. Start realizing that you are amazing. And once again, as the quote says, you can't change what's going on around you until you start changing what's going on within you. You can do it. I believe in you. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to learn brand new English vocabulary words and expressions that will help you speak English fluently. You are going to learn genius, psyche, shut your brain off and put your thinking cap on. I'm going to explain each of them and show you how to use them like a native English speaker. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is my master English tips pack. Now, do you want to finally stop wasting time looking for English books? Do you want to learn the English tips you need to know and finally sound like a native English speaker? Do you want to master English conversation and finally speak with confidence? Then this master English tips pack is for you. 
It includes some of my best lessons in PDF form, and I guarantee you will love it. So all you have to do is click the link in the description to get yours today, or go to www.studywithtiffany.com. One more time, www.studywithtiffany.com and get yours now. All right, now let's jump right into today's episode. So we're going to get started with our vocabulary words. Now, the first vocabulary word we have for today is genius. One more time after me for pronunciation practice. Genius. Excellent. All right. Now, genius. This word refers to exceptional intellectual or creative power or other natural ability or someone who is extremely clever. So again, exceptional intellectual or creative power or other natural ability or someone who is very clever, very intelligent and very smart. Now, This is something that I'm sure you've heard before, but I want to tell you a story about a guy that used to be a member of my church. His name was Donald. Now, Donald was older than me and he was kind of quiet. Everyone liked him, but there was something very special about Donald. You see, Donald was a genius. He was a professor and he loved math. Now, I remember one specific day at church, I was speaking to another church member and she said that Donald had been helping her with her finances. She said, Tiffany, let me tell you how much of a genius Donald actually is. I said, okay, yo, tell me what happened. She said, one day I brought Donald a stack of checks. There had to have been 50 checks in the stack. And she said, I bought it to Donald because this stack to Donald, because he had been helping me with my finances and my accounting. And I wanted him to include these checks. So when I handed Donald the checks, I expected him, you know, either to take his time going home and, you know, adding them up or even using a calculator. She said, but Tiff, as soon as I handed Donald the checks, he took his thumb He placed it right on the edge of the last check and he proceeded to flip through the checks. Now, as he flipped, he could see the numbers on each check, like the amount that I had paid. Now I was standing there watching him and this took less than 60 seconds as he flipped through the checks. And after he flipped through the checks, he looked at me and said, okay, the total is And he rattled off the number and the number he said was the total of all 50 checks. And he did it in under 60 seconds. Now I never forgot this story because we already knew that Donald was amazing. We already knew that he was a math genius, but in 60 seconds to count up 50 checks as if it was nothing (laughs) after that story, I knew for a fact that Donald was a genius. Now, maybe, you know, someone who's also a genius, someone who can do things that are amazing and better than regular people. But you see now why we use the word genius, someone who's exceptionally intelligent. 
All right, here we go. So let me give you three sentences using the word genius. Here we go. First sentence number one. He's a musical genius and can play three instruments. Sentence number two. Gina often doubted her genius even after receiving her doctorate. And sentence number three. Call Jordan. He's a real genius at using anything with technology. All right, great. Now, one more time after me. Genius. Excellent. All right, now let's move on to our next vocabulary word for today. The next vocabulary word is psyche. One more time after me. Psyche. Excellent. Now, this word psyche just means the totality of elements forming the mind, soul, spirit, and mind. So, we have again the totality of elements forming the mind or the soul, spirit, and mind. All right? So, kind of everything that happens inside of you when you're thinking about things, we call that your psyche. Now, I want to tell you about a book that I read when I was just out of university. I had started to, um, I was interested in learning more about, you know, self-improvement. I wanted to learn more about, you know, thinking positively and controlling your thoughts. So I started reading a lot of books. And one of the books that I read had a chapter on chanting and repeating things over and over again in order to quote unquote, fix your psyche. So I remember like it was yesterday, even though this was almost 20 years ago, I remember that one of the pages of the book in that chapter said, look in the mirror every morning and tell yourself, I am amazing. I will accomplish all of my goals. And there were, there was a long list of things to say. And I did it, I think for about two or three days, but I noticed something a little bit weird, even though the book was trying to help me with, you know, my thoughts and it was kind of affecting the psyche. When I looked in the mirror and said these things over and over again, I felt a bit weird. I said, I'm not sure this is for me, this repetition of the same things over and over again. However, the book was trying to affect my psyche and help me deal with things and help me think more positively, but that book just wasn't for me. But a lot of books like that one try to affect your psyche, helping you to have better thoughts and to look at the world in a different way. So I, I wonder if maybe you've ever read a book that tried to affect your psyche, help tried to help you think better and think more positively and feel better each and every day. That book kind of went on the back burner, meaning I put it away and I didn't read it anymore. All right. So again, psyche is something that we use when we're speaking about the soul, spirit and mind. So let me give you three example sentences that use this word psyche. Here we go. Sentence number one. If you feel anxious, it might be from something you have not dealt with hidden in a corner of your psyche. Sentence number two. 
His grades had long loomed large in Jordan's psyche. And sentence number three, I have spent the last year contemplating the deep and mysterious depths of my husband's psyche. All right. Now remember, I'm giving you example sentences and giving you the definitions of the words. And I will also give you the definitions for the expressions. If you want to study these sentences and copy them down, all you have to do is hit the link in the description, or you can go to my website, speakenglishwithtiffany.com, hit the podcast link, and you'll see all of the notes for each episode, including this one. So don't worry. Everything is organized for you to help you review. So we have two English vocabulary words. Again, the first one is genius. Good. And the second one, psyche. Excellent. All right. Now let's move down to our English expressions for today. Now the first English expression is shut your brain off. One more time after me, shut your brain off. All right, good. Now shut your brain off. This just means to stop thinking or worrying about something again, to stop thinking or worrying about something. Now I've experienced this quite a few times, the need to shut my brain off. So as you know, I love being your teacher. I love teaching English learners just like you how to speak English with confidence. And because I'm so passionate about this, about teaching English, I wake up thinking about it and I go to sleep thinking about it. Whenever I'm awake, I'm working hard trying to help students and English learners like you improve their English fluency. Well, last year was very busy. I was working a lot on my academy. Again, that speak English with Tiffany academy.com. I have so many students there. So I wanted to produce the best lessons possible for them. So I was extremely busy last year. I launched several courses like the speak English, like a native course. And I really was working hard to help my students speak English with fluency. Now that led to burnout. That led to me being a little bit stressed because there were so many projects that were overlapping each other and I was getting physically tired. And I remember one time I had been working nonstop. Now, of course, on the weekends, I took a little bit of a break on Saturdays. I go to church, so I didn't do any work on Saturdays, but on Sundays I was working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I reached a point of burnout. And I remember for about two or three days, I decided to just shut my brain off. I said, I can't work anymore. And for that two or three day period, I literally just binge watched a Korean drama on Netflix. Now the drama was good, but it was so out of my character to not work at all. I literally did nothing. I said, I just want to shut my brain off for two or three days and lay in bed, eat some delicious food and watch this Korean drama. Now, after the two or three day period, I came back ready to work hard, but I needed to stop thinking to stop worrying. So I just shut 
my brain off for that two or three day period. And maybe you've experienced this too. You've been so stressed and busy at work that you've also needed to just shut your brain off. So as you can see, this is a very useful English expression. Now, I do want to give you three example sentences, all right? So the first example sentence is, shut off your brain because it is time for bed. Sentence number two, it had been a difficult day at work and Ben had difficulty shutting his brain off when he got to dinner. And sentence number three, the proposal bothered Clara and she wished she could just shut her brain off and not obsess over it. All right, so you see how to use this expression, right? So one more time after me, here we go. Shut your brain off. Excellent. All right, now our second English expression for today is put your thinking cap on. One more time after me, put your thinking cap on. Excellent. All right. Now put your thinking cap on. This just means to solve a problem or to begin to figure something out. It's basically saying, Hey, start thinking deeply about a solution for this issue or for this problem, or Hey, start thinking so that we can figure something out. We say, put your thinking cap on in English. So I want to tell you something about my niece. Now, my youngest niece is four years old, and you all have heard me talk about her a lot. I love her so much. Now, my youngest niece, she's a very independent little lady. She has a mind of her own. She has her own opinions, and she's great. We all love her. But one day, she got in trouble. She did something that I told her not to do. And so I walked into her room and I said, listen to me, I told you not to do that. Now you're on punishment. And I made her stay in her room and lay in her bed. And of course she was crying. She didn't want to stay in her room. I said, listen, I don't want to hear all of that crying. I don't want to hear you screaming and yelling. I want you to lay in your bed, be quiet and think about what you did. So I, she's only four. So I wasn't going to leave her in there too long. So after a few minutes, I called her into my office. I said, come here, Munchkin. I called her Munchkin. I said, come here. She said, okay, yes, TT. She calls me TT. She walks in my room, you know, her eyes are a little watery. She's wiped her face off. And I said, all right, tell me why I put you in your room. She said, because, because you, you, you were mad. And I said, no, 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 no. I want you to put your thinking cap on. I want you to tell me why you got in trouble. Why did TT leave you in your room? And I could see her pause and look around a little bit. And I could tell she had put her thinking cap on and she was trying to figure it out. And then she proceeded to tell me, TT, I was on punishment because you told me not to do something, but I wanted to do it and I did it. So I had to be punished. I said, exactly. You put your thinking cap on and you figured out why you got in trouble. Now, are you going to do that again? Then no, TT, I won't. 
So I gave her a hug and a kiss and she was fine. Kids get over things so fast. But again, I told her to put her thinking cap on because I wanted her to realize why she had gotten in trouble. What was the root cause? What was the main reason? So she had to put her thinking cap on in that situation. Makes sense, right? You know, maybe you have to put your thinking cap on at work or in other situations as well. So you can use this English expression. All right. So let me tell you some example sentences. Now, the first example sentence is the project is due on Monday. So we have to put our thinking caps on immediately. All right. Sentence number two, put your thinking cap on Sheila. We need good ideas for the commercial and sentence number three, when watching a documentary, you must put your thinking cap on rather than watch it mindlessly. All right. Makes sense, right? These examples using this expression, put your thinking cap on. Now you understand to either solve a problem or to begin to figure something out. So today's English expressions were once again, shut your brain off. Good. And next, put your thinking cap on. Excellent. Very good. All right. So we had two English vocabulary words and two English expressions, which means that it's time for a story. Hey, it's story time. Come on, come on. It's story time. Come on, come on. It's story time. Come on, come on. Move your shoulders with me. Move your shoulders with me. It's story time. It's story time. Come on, (laughs) y'all. Guess what? It's story time. All right. It's story time. (laughs) You know that it is story time. That's right. During story time, I take the vocabulary words and the expressions to help you understand how to use them in a real situation. I'm going to give you a story. So here we go with today's story. Again, we have genius, psyche, shut your brain off and put your thinking cap on. All right. So today's story is going to be about a man named Mr. Smith. Now, Mr. Smith was a high school teacher. Mr. Smith was that high school teacher that every student knew would not give an A to a student. He pushed students. He made sure they worked hard. And it was all because Mr. Smith was actually a genius. And he required excellence from his students because Mr. Smith had always been good at everything he studied. But this year was a little bit different. As Mr. Smith walked into his classroom, he was the science teacher. He was a genius in many different ways, but he was extremely intelligent when it came to science. But this year, something was different about Mr. Smith. As he walked in the classroom and the students were all sitting nervously, they looked at him because they knew he was a difficult teacher. He was a good teacher, but he was difficult. He looked at all the students and then he sat down and he began to smile. 
And they got even more nervous. They were like, oh no, Mr. Smith is going crazy. <laughs> but then he opened his mouth and he said, students, you know, I, I know that you all think I'm the most difficult teacher in this school. I know that you all think it's impossible to get an A in my class. He said, but you know what? I read a book over the summer and it was talking about the human psyche and how important it is for an individual to think positively and to think that things are possible and not impossible. And after reading that book, I realized that some of you come into my class at the very beginning of the semester, already thinking that it's impossible to pass my class with a good grade. And I realized that this year I wanted to do something a little bit different. He says, so, all right, everyone, I want you all to close your eyes and I literally want you to shut your brain off. I mean, I want you to stop stressing about whatever you're stressing about. I want you to stop worrying and I don't want you to think about anything. I just want you to shut your brain off and relax. So all the students, they were a little bit nervous, but they still closed their eyes and they just relaxed. And Mr. Smith walked over to his audio system. It was kind of like Alexa, you know, like a system that played music and things. And he told the system, he said, I want you to play this speech. And this speech was a motivational speech and it was about 20 minutes long. And the speech was talking about how you can do whatever you put your mind to don't have limiting ideas or limiting thoughts. And the students were just sitting there and Mr. Smith was watching all of their facial expressions. You see their facial expressions went from confusion to relaxation. And then it looked like they were being inspired. Mr. Smith could tell that they were finally understanding the importance of not having limiting thoughts. So at the end of the speech, he, he hit stop. He told the machine to stop and he told his students, open your eyes. He said, I want you all now to put your thinking caps on. And I want you to think about what you want to get out of this class this year. I want you to think about the end of this semester. What do you want to have accomplished by the end of this semester? What do you think this class will be able to do for you? Put your thinking caps on and think about that. So the students did, they started thinking and he saw one hand raise from all the way in the back of the class. And the student said, Mr. Smith, he said, yes. He said, my goal is to be just as smart as you are one day. So by the end of this semester, I want to have mastered everything that you'll teach us. And it almost brought a tear to Mr. Smith's eyes because he realized the students were finally getting it. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Now, this is a story of inspiration. Mr. Smith was trying to inspire his students, but in the story, you heard all of the words and expressions, right? You heard genius, you heard psyche, you heard shut your brain off and you heard put your thinking cap on. Now I do this to help you think creatively and to help you learn how to use the words in real situations, but you can do the same thing. Remember what our motivational quote said earlier, start changing what's going on within you. 
So I want you to start thinking positively. I want you to remember that you can do whatever you put your mind to. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I do want to remind you about today's English resource. Remember, the Master English Tips Pack will help you finally speak English with confidence. So all you have to do is click the link in the description or go to studywithtiffany.com. Once again, studywithtiffany.com. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English. English.